the Bible Study Podcast, episode 382. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Psalms with Psalm 41. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. I will admit to you that I almost skipped Psalm 41 this week, and not because I have anything against this psalm, but I really like the next one. So you'll have to come back next week to hear Psalm 42. Psalm 41 is again a psalm of David, and it starts this way. Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them in times of trouble. The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desires of their foes. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. As David talks about blessed are those who have regard for the weak, that's that theme that we keep coming back to that sometimes gets expressed in the Bible, as we've said, as the care for the widow, the orphan, and the stranger, for those who are powerless. But here it's expressed as a regard for those that are weak a regard for those who have no power, a regard for those who need protection, and that part of the role of the righteous, the role of the people of God, the role of the people that God calls, you and I, is to have regard for the weak. Whoever that weak would be in our situation, whoever that weak would be in our community, we would start with the widow and the orphan and the stranger. So we would have to add into that the homeless, the immigrant, possibly the illegal immigrant, which starts to get a little more uncomfortable. But basically for those who are in a situation where people can prey upon them because of their lack of power, where they need for people to speak for them. And so David in this particular psalm, though, is not addressing that so much as he's addressing the character of the people who are looking out for them and saying that God protects those who protect his is almost a way to say it. God protects those who are looking out for others. Kind of the opposite of, you may have heard that it says in the Bible, God helps those who help themselves. Well, it doesn't say that in the Bible, first of all, but also this is kind of the opposite of that is that God is looking out for those who are looking out for others. And he's specifically talking about here that he will make sure that their foes don't get their desires, their their foes don't get their desires, their foes won't see them defeated, and also that sustains them on their sick, that they'll get healthy, that God is looking out for them. And again, like so many of the Psalms of David, verse 4 takes a different direction rather than continuing that thought. It says, I said, have mercy on me, Lord. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies say of me in malice, when will he die and his name perish? When one of them comes to see me, he speaks falsely while his heart gathers slander. Then he goes out and spreads it around. All my enemies whisper together against me. They imagine the worst for me, saying, A vile disease has afflicted him. He will never get up from the place where he lies. Even my close friend, someone I trusted, one who shared my bread, has turned against me. So we actually learn that as David is writing this, he is writing first about what God will do for those who have regard for the weak. And one of the things he will do is that he will sustain them on their sickbed, that he will restore them. In verse 4, it gets very personal because David says, that's where I'm writing this from. I'm writing this from my sickbed in hopes that, in belief that, God will remember me because I know that God remembers those who have regard for the weak. And while he lies in his sickbed, 
everybody around him is expecting that he will die. And not only that, they are spreading slander against him. It says, they come and they greet me, they speak falsely, and then gather slander that they go spread around. Now, it doesn't say what they're slandering him with, whether it be why he is sick, or whether it be that he won't recover, whatever it is. You get this sense that he is oppressed, and that he is looking for that promise that he said in verse 2, that God protects those who have regard for the weak and does not give them over to the desires of their foes. Because we learn here in verses 4 through 9 that he has foes, even some close friends even friends that he has shared bread with, even those that he were close enough that he's eaten meals with, that he considered them friends, have now turned against him. The promises of God are important to us, but they are particularly important to us when we find ourselves in times that we rely on them. When we find ourselves in times that we call out to God to claim those promises in times that we need the presence and the strength and the grace of God. We'll see that again next week when we look at a psalm that is again written in a dry place. And when I say a dry place, I mean a spiritually dry place, but I think of where I live here in California, where we're just seeing the first rain of the season. We're seeing the first big storm that we have seen in years, as we've been in four years, I think it is, of drought. And there is a dryness to that. There is a sense of relief when rain comes. And David is needing the presence of God as we feel that need for rain here, as that that sense of dryness. There is a longing for God that God will come and fulfill the promises that he has. And so he goes on in verse 10, But may you have mercy on me, Lord. Raise me up that I may repay them. I know you are pleased with me, for my enemy does not triumph over me. Because of my integrity, you hold me and set me in your presence forever. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. So David clings to, holds on to the promises of God. David knows his choices have been correct. He knows that God will repay him for his righteousness with mercy. And he clings to that promise. And he ends, as David often does, in praise. To the God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. For God is constant. God is everlasting. And God is always, always, always there. I pray this week that you will feel the presence of God in your life, in the life of those that you love. And if you find yourself in a dry time, that God will come and quench your desire for him. With that, we'll end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on the episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Hear about how Steve Harvey surprised a dying man on Family Feud with $25,000. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. 
and even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com or search Story Behind on your favorite podcast platform.